Hello, everyone. I am Suyapa Jackson of Arenda Temple, and this is my very first episode of a series called Why We Heal. In this series, I'll be inviting my friends and colleagues and very special guests on to talk to you about what is healing, why is it important, and what are the practical and experiential benefits for your life. Today, my first guest is Stacey Haynes, a wonderful friend and colleague who is a healer, a teacher, and a spiritual guide within the Modern Mystery School. And Stacey is currently based in Austin. So let's welcome Stacey and begin our wonderful conversation that I really am excited about. Hi, Stacey. Hello, everyone. Hello, Siapa. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on. So my yeah, now, okay, Stacey and I have known each other for quite a few years. And one of the things that I really love about healing and about progressing through the modern mystery school is that we are all on the journey of healing. And no matter who you are and what level you're at, you are continuously healing. You are continuously evolving and working on yourself and becoming the best, most divine version of yourself. And in that process, we all grow and change. And then so we see each other and we travel together. So we know who we were, we know who we are, and we know our potential and who we could be together. And that's one of the things that I really love about my relationship with Stacy is how it's grown, how we've grown. And so I really wanted to invite her on to talk about healing, what it means to her and some experiences that she's had and, you know, what we can share with you about our own journeys. So Stacy, first question is what in your perspective is healing? Yeah, that I feel like there's so much that can be said about healing. Uh, I just came from a, a chiropractic adjustment, actually. And as I was driving to this interview, I was thinking about, wow, you know, I was out of alignment in some way. And my chiropractor was able to use chiropractic to align me so that I'm able to, you know, go out in the world and live my best life essentially. And, um, you know, anytime mm -hmm. I'm out of alignment, whether it be physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I always open up my toolbox, call a local practitioner and I ask them like, Hey, something's up and I, I need some help. Because ultimately, you know, all healing is self-healing, um, but we need help from others to, you know, bring us back into that alignment of ourself, of our true self, so that we can go out into the world and live our mission and fulfill our mission to its fullest extent. Because if there's something you know, that's maybe out of alignment or something's not flowing appropriately, healing gives us the opportunity to fix that and, and to move past that. And um, I mean, I feel like healing is an ever evolving process. And as you mentioned before, Siapa, like, you know, we were completely different people when we first met each other, but we luckily have this plethora of various tools and activations and initiation that help us to move past the things that are not truly who we are. So our programming, our conditioning, you know, the things that our family or parents or friends told us that we were as children. And then those things manifest physically as we get older and they don't only manifest physically, but especially mentally and emotionally and how we perceive the world and how we show up in the world. So healing is, I mean, it's, 
essential to our progression as humans. Yeah. I love that. I love all of that, especially the ending and how it's essential to our progression as humans. And I want to go all the way back to one of the first things that you said, because I think this is a really, really important point that healing helps you to come back into alignment. So whether it's chiropractic, whether it's energy healing, spiritual healing, nutritional healing, and mental and emotional healing. But here's the thing. How does someone know when they're in or out of alignment? Because... Right, right. Because basically, and this is also why we need someone to come in and help us from the outside, because when you're only living your own life and your own perspective is only your own world, you normalize everything that you're feeling. And so I've personally found that it's healing that let me discover what my true center really is to Mm -hmm. know when I'm out of alignment to then do something about it. So you know, for you, how did you, you know, what was it that helped you realize what alignment really means? Mm, good, good. <laughs> We're trying to go practical, you know, this is coming from yeah. things I've talked to people about and the questions that people have that I really want to, you know, make understandable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I would say that, you know, my journey to healing started after my divorce, which was almost seven years ago now. And how do we know things are out of alignment? Well, are you living your life to your fullest potential? Are you in joy? Do you experience love? Are you sad? Are you depressed? Are you anxious? These are symptoms of something being out of alignment. If you're unfulfilled, you're out of alignment. Something is out of alignment. And when I got divorced, of course I was out of alignment, you know, I, I had a really hard time with that. And I took about a year to finally start taking action around, you know, I've got some stuff that doesn't feel good. And I am doing things that are not good for my body. They're not good for my mental health and my emotional health. And I reached a point to where I wanted to shift that and I wanted to change that. And so from there, I started, you know, reaching out to people and looking for help. And I think that is probably a good indicator of like, oh, when do I need healing? When you've exhausted everything within yourself and your own capabilities, we have to look to others for help because we have experts, so many experts out there that they, they can see you in a way that you can't see yourself. And that's, that's right. what I appreciate about, you know, our relationship too, is you're like, Hey, Stace, you know, I'm just, <laughs> just observing this <laughs> and maybe, maybe you need a little help with that. And it's, you know, it doesn't, it's, it's hard. It's hard to see it when it's just you looking at yourself and we, we just, plainly can't see ourselves the way that others can because of like what you said it's like we normalize our experience and there's nothing normal about anxiety there's nothing normal about depression there's nothing normal about substance abuse and self-hate so I think those are are pretty good indicators that something has to shift and there's many different ways in which we can shift that but I think number one is the awareness like you have to have awareness of something before it can be healed and from that place of awareness you have to take action towards becoming better 
Mm -hmm. So then what do you say um, in the sense that our, our, our eyes are always looking forward? So in that perspective too, it's hard to really see ourselves. And so we have mirrors through other people, but even in that mirror, you still need the awareness and the space to know the difference. So I think, I mean, healing also helps you to create space so that you can Mm -hmm. tap in and even be able Mm -hmm. to tune in with yourself and feel, you know, actually, Mm -hmm. if you're out of alignment, because then there's a space for you to come back to, but then also... You know, there's something about coming for healing or healing when something's off Mm -hmm. and then coming, getting to a point where you pursue healing and progression simply because it's available and you know that it's another tool, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a different experience in healing to change and to fix than being proactive Mm -hmm. about it, just like proactive wellness. Yeah. You know, so even like, you know, when you're in your, when you were in your marriage, you know, maybe if there had been a moment or if you'd known before and granted, you know, it's not necessarily to go back and say, what if, but just in the sense of, you know, being aware of healing and its potential to how we can move forward. So maybe, you know, you can talk about at some point, you know, you did your healing and then you got to a point where you could find your center and then you started proactively pursuing it as an intention, you know, Mm -hmm. versus as a, a fix. Yeah, you know, I I have so many clients that will come to me and they're like, well, my life is good. Yeah. I, feel, I feel fulfilled. I I feel like I'm able to easily manifest. I have a wonderful relationship. I have beautiful children. But what if there's more? Mm-hmm. Like, what if the life that you're living that is so-called perfect in this moment could be even better. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that is um, really important. (laughs) You know, just recognizing that the life that we're living at this moment in time is not all that there is, and that Mm -hmm. there is so much limitless potential that we can all tap into if we just set our intention to tapping into that. And our lives can change and the lives of those around us can change as a result. And then the world can change. Yeah, 100%. And I definitely find that, um, you know, that there is more and people who know that there's more, they tend to be more consistent with the process as well, because it's not just about the fix, you know, Mm -hmm. and I I also have a lot of people who come and say, oh, I'm fine. You know, my life is good. I, you know, I have money. I have, you know, my family, I have my home. But in many ways, you know, people build these lives based on the conditioning and based on the trauma. And then so they do still feel that there's more and that there's something missing because it's not based on the spiritual expansion. And then so you don't necessarily have to change your life or leave all the things behind, which I know some people also fear, but there is Mm -hmm. also more for you to experience in terms of the fullness of your soul and the fullness of your spirit, which then helps to heal you know, the traumatic things that you're replaying in your mind or the traumatic Mm -hmm. experiences that create the wounds and the patterns that affect your relationship and make, you know, your family life more difficult. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just, I, I don't know. I just think it's so important to maybe at this point, talk about, you know, the energetic, the spiritual, the soulful aspects of healing too, because, you know, we are very connected to our physical life and the physical, um, 
success that we have, but you know, we are eternal and there is so much more and it's Mm -hmm. great to have all the physical things, but when we are deplete of spirit, when our souls are heavy and, you know, um, deflated and we're just surviving in the physical, then we're still lacking so much. And just surviving. Just surviving in the physical. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that, um, I mean, (laughs) it's funny because my sister, she is, um, uh, a life coach. And I overheard her speaking to someone the other day saying, um, you know, I really want to focus on, on physical health for my clients because, when the physical is all good and you're feeling good physically, every, everything else falls into place. That's it. <laughs> yeah. And so, of course, there are so many ways to heal. There's so many ways to get there. There's so many ways to get to your purpose. But when you bring in the spirit, when you bring in the soul, that's where true everlasting transformation can just blow everything else out of the water because mm-hmm. es- <clears throat> part of me, essentially any physical thing that's going on has already happened spiritually. That's right. Has already manifested out in the ethers and has worked its way into this physical density that is our body. And so if we can hit things or, or, you know, look at things from that spiritual soul perspective, then that's really going to shift everything because you're going to have that connection to your higher self and, and your guides and, you know, God or source, whatever you want to call it. And then that is going to help to give you the power that you need to move through what is ever going on physically or mentally, emotionally, so that you can really become limitless. That's right. Mm -hmm. Spirit animates the body is what I was thinking as you were talking. Oh, I love that. It's beautiful. So if, Mm -hmm. you know, we ignore the spirit, then what are we? Just a meat stack. (laughs) (laughs) Some meat stacks are not not, not so bad, you know, grade A steak, but at the same time. (laughs) What do you say? But I'm a fan of mine. (laughs) Well, I'm a fan of mine as well. Um. (laughs) Yeah. So what's your favorite modality? Ooh, what is my favorite modality? Oh gosh. We have so many to choose from. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, um, probably a reconstruction. Yeah. I love a reconstruction. There's so much within a reconstruction. There's celestial code and, and different. Um, I mean, I'm not an etheric rec- reconstruction practitioner. You are, <laughs> um, but like my experience of a reconstruction is that if I'm working on a core issue and I'm like, man, I really like I've come at this from the spirit, the soul, the mental, the physical, the emotional, it's still not completely shifting. And then I get celestial code, which is an etheric reconstruction um, session. And it's like, and then it's gone. Mm -hmm. And I'm no longer plagued by whatever 
that was. Mm -hmm. And of course it's layered and we have to continue working on these different aspects of ourselves. But, you know, with the therapy construction, I just feel like it's just like a really good way to just for the surgeon to go in there (laughs) and just take care of it. Like just take that issue right out. And it really helps um, solve all of the issues that you've been having with it. I will also say that um, there's something really magical about the path of initiation. Mm-hmm. And while while the path of initiation is not technically a healing. It's very healing. I, it's very healing. <laughs> it's very healing. And it is essential in our progression. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter like if you become an adept, uh, which is the first step of initiation, or you go to the second step initiation healers Academy, or you become a ritual master and go through that path of initiation, that light from the initiation allows so much healing to take place. And, and it's almost like an effortless, I mean, it's not effortless, obviously, but almost in some ways, in some ways that those initiations, they just allow you to just drop it at the door. Mm-hmm. And then it just like gets transmuted into the earth. And, you know, you're so much stronger. You're so much brighter. You have so much more of an effect on your life and the lives around you. And so I probably love, love celestial code, but as far as, you know, healing for progression, it's initiation like yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you. Um, the way that I like to explain the way it, it heals is, you know, everything has a frequency and mm-hmm. at any given point, we're living on a, like an arc of a frequency. And there's certain things that exist on that frequency because every experience ever has a frequency. So mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, just, I'm just throwing these out there. This is not to be quoted, but like depression and um, you know, fear and anxiety, or um, you're stuck in your life, or you're still dealing with, you know, family trauma and all kinds of things that are living on a very specific frequency. And when you receive that initiation, it's almost like it just pops you out of that frequency and up to a higher frequency that you then live on. And then mm-hmm. so all those things that existed on that lower frequency, you it's you've left them behind. So it's not that you've completely changed or that, you know, you don't have these memories or these experiences, but the way they affect you don't, it doesn't affect you the same way because you're no longer living on that frequency. You're living on a higher frequency. And then that's freedom Freedom. because now you're free to go and experience something completely new. You're free to experience yourself in a completely new way. And imagine Mm -hmm. with your, you know, your goals and your desires and your, like the beauty of your heart and your potential without those things what could you really do? Right. You know, and that's what I personally, I mean, even earlier this, not this year, it's only January, but recently I was even feeling like it's time for an initiation for me. You know, mm-hmm. I've been doing so much work and I'm, I'm at a place where I feel like I'm, I'm there, but I'm pushing a little bit. And I'm like, ah, maybe it's time for another, I mean, you know, my next initiation, I've only got one more, but you know, it feels like it's time. And, you know, again, that's also the experience of going through it to know, to being able to call it and say, okay, now it's time for this. You know, initiation is amazing. Celestial code is also my favorite, etheric reconstruction. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I want to talk about it because it's for a completely different reason as to what you're saying, which I think is also beautiful that, you know, the, the tools and the modalities are what they are, but how they affect us is very much based on who we are. And so for me, I'm very sensitive. Everyone knows. 
my energy love field it. is very sensitive. Love it. I, you know, I'm not like an energetic sponge in that I take on other people's things, but I feel them. And when something affects my energy field, my energy wanes, my digestive system is affected, um, how I function day to day is affected. Everything is just a really, it just is challenging for me. <laughs> and I've gotten to a point where um, I know exactly what it is now. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I need celestial. Oh, I need etheric. And what happens is in that that repairing of my energy field, I begin to feel whole again. Mm -hmm. It's like, I then I can feel myself, you know, in my full energy body. And I mm -hmm. feel, you know, better. Like I can, I'm hungry, for example, or I'm sleeping better. I don't feel like I'm having all these ADHD things, you know? And so I've begun yeah. to understand too, that because my energy field is so sensitive and so expansive, like naturally, that I have to take really good care of it. And so for me, a wonderful way of doing that is with etheric reconstruction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that one too. It just cleans up the leaks, you know? It cleans up the leaks, exactly. See, put it so <laughs> put it so nicely. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think that um, something that has been really um, present to me lately is the aura mm -hmm. and ensuring that my aura is squeaky clean and completely whole and strong. And I think that that is, um, you know, not necessarily a missing key, but I think people forget about the health of their aura. Oh, 100%. Because, yeah, because that's how it all gets in. If you're, if you are, you know, a drug addict or alcoholic, or if you've had a lot of trauma or whatever the problem is, your aura is going to have rips and tears and holes. And it's, it's not any, and things can just come in, you know, and then those things come in and they're going to, you know, work their way into your physical body, just mm -hmm. like what you're saying. And then that's where the, the issues start to arise. Mm -hmm. So if people were more diligent about taking care of their aura and ensuring that they are doing things physically that are not going to hurt their aura. I mean, that would, that would really shift the way people operate in the world as well. Yeah, it would. It reminds me of the concept of um, like self-love in a way and knowing, I mean, it seems kind of random, but for me, self-love is it's really important, but it's also very much about knowing what to love and what that love is, you know, mm -hmm. and, and that self-love goes beyond the personality. And it's very yeah. much about understanding the essence of who you are and being able to hold love for that and for yourself mm -hmm. in terms of the totality of your entire being. And when you really love yourself in that way, then why wouldn't you take efforts to really keep yourself in your best condition? Absolutely. You know, and again, that's education, you know, I mean, it's not like in school or in our society, anyone's talking about the aura or talking about the energy field. You know, we have a lot of religious trauma and, you know, a lot of pseudo spirituality now and a lot of, you know, all kinds of things that basically take us out of the essence of what our energy, the aspects of our, like our real energy really is, you know, which is where we should, can really focus to really know who we are and to really grow and evolve. Absolutely. I saw the um episode that you did with um uh why can I think of his name? Logan. Oh or I saw oh. the clip that you sent me. The clip that you sent oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this got into a little bit of controversy, you guys, and we're going to talk about uh, it a little bit right now. <laughs> yeah. Do you have uh, questions about it? Maybe do, do a little something of it. <laughs> I do. Yeah, maybe I will post a little link to it. Well, I think it's, I, I, I thought it was interesting, and I know that it's a trigger point for a lot of people to talk about God and to yeah. talk about how we are God um, mm -hmm. and what that really means. And so mm -hmm. I, I did want to dive into it a little bit in the sense of, um, yeah, you know, like, I guess more practically, what does it mean to you? To be God or? Yeah, in the way that you mean it and the way that you express it in that way. Because, And I'll say it in the sense of like, we're talking about healing. We're talking about progression. We've talked about empower thyself. We've talked about um, etheric. We, um, in, the, in the etheric field, which is your blueprint, right? Which is like the perfected you. And now we're talking about self-love, which is ultimately loving your God essence. And yeah. so that's kind of what made me think about it because, you know, the, the concept of being God or the concept of, you know, I generally say um, knowing ourselves in relation to God or like the reflection of God in us, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm, try I'm kind of trying to lead you there, but, you know, I just, I really want to know your perspective on how we are God and what that means in the as in the specific context of healing and why it's important. Sure. Well, um, you know, I think simply put the way that at least for myself and the way that I was operating in my life prior to finding the mystery school. And even after my divorce, I was not living as a God in training I, I was living from my high or my lower self. I was living from a very physical place. Uh, I was living from a place of disempowerment, just to boil it all down. And so when I say that I am God, what I mean is that I was created in the image of God and there are numerous uh, religious texts that say you are gods, you can be like me and greater. Mm -hmm. And I feel that that's true. I feel like that that's true. And I feel I'm not Christian, although I love Christ and definitely try to follow the teachings of Christ. Um, but you know, I feel like for me, Christ's fulfilled mission is fuel to my fire and becoming my ultimate self and fulfilling my own mission on this planet. And with that being said, you know, I try to live my life realizing that everyone around me is God. They just forgot. They just forgot they were God. And I forgot until I was reminded that I'm God. And so how does that play out in the day-to-day -day life? You know, how, how do I act as God in the day-to-day -day life? I don't mean like saying that I have this huge God complex and I can do no wrong and, you know, whatever people want. I'm allowing negativity to spread. God does not do that. Right. God does not allow negativity to spread. In fact, even from a young age, whenever I would come across a situation where there was blatant negativity happening with one of my peers, I would shut it down 
because like children, they're so close to the source. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, that's not right. Like we're not, that's not what we're here to do. We're here to bring love and light and love one another and lift each other up and support one another through this crazy journey that we're all on. (laughs) That's right. We're all on it. That's right. Like we're all on it. So what, what good does it do to, you know, bully people, to treat people as if they're not human or even God? What good is that bringing to the world? Mm-hmm. So for me, another big part of it is creation. It, what am I creating in my life? Am I creating negativity or positivity? Am I empowering or disempowering? And so I think that the confusion with the video, I mean, it was very <laughs> concise, I thought. <laughs> um, but you know, you're right. People do get really triggered by the idea of God and by people saying, I am God. I'm not saying I am the God. One million percent, I am not the God. The God. I'm God in training and I am working towards a, you know, group mission to bring world peace. And in my heart, I believe that that is what God ultimately wants for all of us is for us to realize that the religious dogma, the societal dogma, all the programming, conditioning, all of the traumas is not who we are. And God would never want us to be separate. So by saying, you're not God and you're what's wrong with the world, that causes that separation. So by saying, you know, you can never attain that. Well, I don't want the job of the highest, (laughs) first of all. I mean, if I'm called to it, sure, I will work towards that. But my job is to help people remember that they are the creators of their lives and helping them to figure out like, what are you creating? Are you creating beauty? Are you creating goodness? Are you bringing more love forth into the world or not so mm-hmm. definitely think my message did get heard by some <laughs> um, but that's okay, but that's okay. <clears throat> yeah it had an impact it okay. had an impact and if I can impact one person and ha- trigger their ego like I'm glad because maybe that will help their higher self to come down and be like well maybe there's something to that yeah you know right. maybe maybe we can explore that and potentially consider that maybe not exactly the way she said it, but I feel that anytime you have controversy, especially, I mean, for goodness sakes, Christ was crucified because of the things that he was teaching. And if I'm crucified on Facebook, cool, it works. Well, you won't be crucified here. (laughs) And this is a great place to wrap it up on the essence of that you have so much potential and with an empowered mindset and framework, you can accomplish anything, create anything that you want for your life because you are made of the fabric and DNA of God. It is all within you. So Stacy, please let them know your website and how to contact you. If anyone's interested in uh, working with you or talking to you more. Great. Thank you. So my name is Stacy Nicole Haynes and my website is Stacy S T A C I E Nicole N I C O L E Haynes H A Y N E S at 
No, dot com. That's it. It's dot com. <laughs> My email address is the same, stacynicolehaines at gmail.com. So you can book sessions with me. I also have a YouTube channel, so you can check out more about me there, get a feel for my energy. Um, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity, Siapa. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you so much for coming on. It was really fun. I'm always glad to chat with you and see your bubbly, smiling, amazing face. (laughs) Thank you. This is a really great conversation. I hope you guys got a lot out of it and got some understanding about why healing really matters. Um, And we'll have way more talks and way more people lined up. I'm really excited to share these with you. And if you also like to work with me or learn more about my work, I'm currently based in New Orleans and I do also work virtually. And you can find me at suyapajackson.com or arendatemple.com. And I look forward to seeing you either in spirit or in real life sometime soon. Bye, guys. Bye.